This podcast is sponsored by Happy Warrior Kava. Be a happy warrior. Drink, relax, and enjoy the strong and smooth taste of the best-selling kava in the islands. Happy Warrior Kava. Aloha and welcome to a special edition of HNN Overtime, the Hawaii News Now Sports Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Chinin, joined by, as always, Davis Pittner. We are coming to you from our Airbnb. Kyle, we're literally in our living room right our now. Our Airbnb we are sitting in at Los the table. Angeles. We are having a blast here covering the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors volleyball team as they try to defend their national title in the 2022 NCAA Men's Volleyball National Tournament. And that is the reason they sent us out to uh, the City of Angels, brother. They, for some reason, trusted us with Vegas, and now we're here. So. They, they really picked some good yeah. places to send us, Las Vegas and Los Angeles. It's Ooh, not bad. It's, it's, it's not a bad. good combo. Hey, we're no, two for two. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, we just got done with our sunrise hit, and there's yep. definitely a lot of excitement for this game. Oh, there is definitely a buzz, and... And not in, not even from, you know, Hawaii's standpoint. Like, I mean, at this point, you know, in the volleyball world, you know Hawaii. Hawaii is a mainstay. The volleyball team yep. is a powerhouse. Yep. They're the reigning champs. They've come close in the past. You know, they're always in the conversation. So, um, really, the big hype and the big buzz around this tournament has been the Cinderella kids over from South Carolina. Yeah, who... Who is North Greenville? I've, I've never <laughs> exactly. heard of North Greenville. Exactly. But I, I, you don't think of you know South Carolina as a, a volleyball mm-hmm. state. Not at all. I, I've never heard of that. Dude. Y- you know, when, when you hear the name North Greenville, you, you know the joke. It's like, oh, yeah, I went to Southeast, Northwest, um, Central State, right? Like yeah, yeah. those kind of schools. But, no, they are from the Conference of the Carolinas, and they are actually the first – team from that conference to win an NCAA tournament game, which was last night, or um, excuse me, a couple nights ago against Princeton, who was the favorite favorite in that, in that um, match. Yeah, they everyone the, thought Princeton was going to win. They were the 14th ranked team. They came in. They got swept. But, I mean, it's one of those sweeps where it went about as long as a five-set thriller because if you look at the box scores, everyone was close, and then that last – that last set, 40-38, to 38, that is a football score. That's a football game right yeah. there. That's a that's, high score. That's a long set. That's a long that's set. That's a long set. That was insane. But, no, they're the scrappy underdogs. You know, they're the team that's, you know, got nothing to lose. You know, they're playing free. They got nothing to lose against arguably a team that has, you know, the highest expectations out of everyone. They're, you know, they're the favorites. They're the champs, right? They're looking to get back – back-to-back titles so I think it'll be definitely fireworks tonight no totally and you know I I said this when we were over in Vegas uh when Hawaii played UNLV uh UNLV really you know was not a team anyone really expected to win the game but I said ahead of time you know like it's those teams that have nothing to lose that are the most deadly in my opinion and I see North Greenville as that I know and hey they're they're uh, they're not they're not necessarily afraid of Hawaii either. You know the you know David and Goliath situation. They're not afraid 
of that powerhouse that is Hawaii. And, you know, you, you know, we, we, uh, we, we get to cover other teams here throughout the tournament. And, you know, you, you see, uh, the, uh, the interviews and things that come our way through the other teams. And, you know, uh, one of their star players is, you know, he's not afraid, right? Yeah, Gregory Torres. He said after, you know, after their win, mentioning Hawaii, uh, I want to read off this quote right now. Yep. He, uh, he said, you know, we'll probably celebrate watching Hawaii and studying them. We dream about this. So we're trying to make this happen as well versus Hawaii. And their coaches, you know, also mentioned a couple things too. The, this team isn't afraid of Hawaii at all they're up to taking this chance they're up to taking this game and making their dreams come true and I think it's going to be a tough one for the Bows you know Hawaii has has at least this season they've known to like you know slip a little bit get a little complacent but I think right now they're playing probably they're the hottest they've ever been they're playing great volleyball right now they're coming off of that you know, that big game against Long Beach State, who, you know, who knows, we might, if we advance, we might see them in the final. They're on the other side of the bracket right now. So, you know, it, I think Hawaii just needs to play their brand of volleyball and just focus on what they need to control. And, you know, they, they talked about that too um, during their press availability earlier in the week ahead of this match. And, you know, they also, you know, here's what they had to say, singing their praises for North Greenville, but also knowing that they need to control what they can control. Hawaii's head coach Charlie Wade and athletes Cole Hoagland and Jakob Tella. We're going to start with an opening statement from the coach and then go to questions in the room and then on Zoom. Yeah, I just want to say congrats to NGU. It was an entertaining match last night. Um, you know, followed them throughout the year and have been impressed with their team and, and looking forward to uh, competing tomorrow. They're, they're certainly playing with a lot of confidence. You know, they're 22 and five, and they've um, they've obviously won a lot of matches this year. And like I said, winning is contagious. So I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. Um, you know, we're generally talk more about our level of engagement, and that if we're playing uh, with the level of focus that we know we can, um, that's really all we control. So we try to stay more focused on our side of the net. They're pretty aggressive serving team. They got some guys that can really put pressure on, and they. You know, they, they basically played the same lineup the whole year. So going into the matchup last night, you know, Princeton's got lots of options and we're playing different lineups and, and NGU's pretty much played the same guys the whole year. I think they are, are very clear and very confident when the ball's on their side of the net what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, NGU is a really strong team and they come out with high energy and maintain set over three sets. And especially with the last set ending at 40-38 was pretty remarkable. So them pulling off that just means that they're able to play at a high level. And we definitely have to match that tomorrow. So that's the plan. Um, I noticed that they came back, or they, even if they're down, you can't count them out, because last night they were down by like seven, eight, seven, seven or eight, seven, and uh, they came back, and Princeton was, they only had to score like six or five or six points, and NGU had to score way more. So you can't count them out, they're a really hard fighting team, so. Uh, yeah, being named All-American this year, uh, what did that mean to you? I know you worked really hard, and just got some more accolades coming your way. Well, I mean, it's a huge honor being recognized as the first in All-American. It's nothing that I kind of consider like I wanted this this season. It's all about the team success and making sure the team is doing its best to 
achieve our goals. Um, but it's definitely huge, and yeah, I just can't thank my teammates and coaches enough for making me look good on the court. So I mean, that's just a huge bonus for everybody, all four guys. But also a lot more guys are also playing a really high level and deserves an honor. So. Yeah, does it make it more special that you get to do, share it with three other dudes and it's not just you up there by yourself on that list? Yeah, for sure. It always looks better having more guys uh, getting recognition. It definitely does. Obviously, Poly Pavilion has that history with it, that comes with it. What's it like for you to walk into an arena like this that maybe you know, being an overseas player, but as you grew up in, in the States, this is one for college. This is probably one of the meccas for college sports. Yeah, I'm definitely not used to playing in really large arenas, but I have uh, with the national team over the past couple of years now as well, and also just playing in the U.S. And just like seeing how organized everything is and just um, the amount of um, like resources that go into putting up a good show every single day, like every single gym we're going to play in. It's definitely big for the sport, and yeah, it's also good for everybody. It's a good experience for us coming in there. Well, I've, I've watched plenty of games, like other than volleyball here, because I, I didn't really watch the whatever 2018 one. I usually watch UCLA play like um, Russell Westbrook and all those guys. So it's kind of cool being on the same court as all of them and then you go in there and you see all the jerseys up there. And like Kareem I think was up there and Bill Walton. I'm a big Bill Walton fan because of the Blazers. My dad grew up in Portland, or not in Oregon. So yeah, it's, it's kind of cool coming here and, and playing in it. And then for yourself, kind of growing into a more pivotal piece this year. Last year you were with the team, but now you're going to be relied on here this week to uh, bring yeah, I mean, my role from last year to this year is way different. Um, last year, I was just cruising on the bench, you know, supporting people from the bench. But uh, this year, I'm on the court, and I still try to bring the energy from the bench, you know, keep the guys up and whatnot, along with, uh, you know, doing my best at blocking balls or spiking balls from my my favorite setter in the world. Oh, and serving, yeah. Oh, and digging, yes. I get plenty of digs. <laughs> he can do it all. Charlie, can you do anything in particular to uh, avoid overconfidence? It's clearly, there's some anticipation that it was going to be Princeton instead of NGU, and uh, any chance that uh, the boys will be overconfident? Were you just in our uh, scouting meeting? Because uh, that was the first thing and literally the only thing I addressed that it's, um, you know, right. Uh, for us, and you know, last year and we said when we got to Columbus, our guys were really locked in and it's just about our level of engagement that we feel that if we're, if we're fully focused and ultimately that's all that we can control is how we're prepared and how, what our level of engagement is and, and certainly we'll pay attention, be concerned about what's going on the other side of the net, but we control the, you know, how into it we are and that's our focus you know, every day and, and becomes certainly more important stepping on the court today and again tomorrow and um, you know, I'm pretty confident our guys uh, get that message and, and we'll be prepared. Coach, um, but looking on the court, is there any one key element of the game that you folks want to make sure that you do well? We I know it's, this time of year, you know, you want to be pretty good at everything, you know. Um, so again, it's just our. It's if if I and if it has to be synthesized down to one thing, it's just the level of engagement that you're locked in and you're playing at just one point at a time and and prepared to you know to play in the moment. I ran into a, a Princeton player last night at 1:30 in the morning. He was studying for an exam he had at 6 a.m. this morning, and I said. I know you really wanted to play Hawaii and you're sad and everything, but um, uh, 
what's your impressions of Hawaii? And he said something interesting that I thought was reflective of what you're talking about, Charlie. He said, I watched all of Hawaii's games this year. I know, you're the broadcaster, aren't you? And he went into this whole thing on broadcasting. I said, yeah, and he said, I, I, um, I really wanted to play them because I watched every single game, every single set, every single match, and they do everything so well. They are so disciplined in all aspects of the game. That's not a question, it's just a comment of who you guys are. It's nice to hear. Like I said, we've we've worked really hard in the practice gym, and and over the last you know five, six, seven years, we think we've gotten gotten into a nice rhythm of the the development of the guys in our practice gym, and um, and the, the the quality of product that we're able to put on the floor. You know, we hit for a high percentage, we serve in bounds at a high percentage, um, and are not only efficient but productive at those things. We score a lot, and we score a lot serving, and um, like I said, I think the results kind of speak for themselves. Jakob, last year you had such a uh, heavy-laden senior team, a lot of confidence, a lot of experience there. Um, now you're basically the old guy. Um, what's the difference for you this year um, to make sure you folks can successfully repeat? Yeah, and like you're saying, we're definitely having a more younger team this year with a lot of guys kind of stepping in and getting their first year as a starter. For me, also like having being a starter last year, just getting into that, getting more comfortable with the guys around the court, taking more of a leadership uh, role in the team and just encouraging everybody to do their best and always go hard. So I mean, for me, it's just humbling to see all the guys getting, getting playing time and playing well and just working hard together as a team to achieve what we want to do. Cole, even though you're like the new kid on the block, it seems to me like you are play with an extreme amount of confidence. And you always manage to smile no matter whether it's bad play or good play. You get that smile that, being a sports psychologist, I love seeing guys that smile on the court and are having fun. That, that means they're getting into a relaxed mode for the next play. Um, do you see it the same way? Because I know you're the, um, kind of, you gotta be a little nervous coming up, playing hardly at all to all of a sudden playing a lot. Um, well, I, I always try to have fun when I'm on the court, and then I try to, like, at the same time, spread it to my teammates. I don't know, like, if they see, well, usually when I see someone smile, it makes me smile, or I see someone, like, happy, I try to, you know, it makes me smile, so I thought it'd be a good way of getting my, my teammates involved by bringing energy and having, a, like, a smile on my face, and hopefully, you know, they're having fun, too, because when we have fun, uh, we do really well. So there you heard it, a lot of excitement among the players, and I think they're ready to go. Absolutely. You know, this is a team that, you know, they want to get another one, and I think they want to get another one for the fans of Hawaii, um, the fans that are going to be watching at home, fans that are going to be here in L.A. to support them. You know, they roll, they, they travel well, they roll deep, so we'll, oh, we yeah. will definitely, We're gonna be seeing some definitely local get the local, local support here um, on the continent. But um, with that, stick with Hawaii News now as we'll have the full recap on air and online of this match between UH and NGU. Um, with that, I think that's, that's going to wrap things up for us Co here. Coming to you from our Airbnb. From the Airbnb. <laughs>
for Davis Pitner, I am Kyle Chenin. Thank you for listening to another episode of H&N Overtime. See you next time. See ya. Shoots. Shoots.